recording in progress. All right, so good morning, everyone. I am the host of Coffee with Carrie, where I come to you live every Friday morning on Instagram at 9 a.m. I'm the blogger for smartgirlmedia.com, and I am the I'm the CEO, the broker owner, the designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group in Illinois. If you're in Illinois, you know I had to say all of that. <clears throat> so here we go. Here we go. How to overcome being the new kid on the block, but really converting the listing, how to convert the listing appointment into an actual listing. And if you ever can catch me on Clubhouse on Friday, I think her, her name was Heather. She was the only person that really came up on stage. And she like, well, maybe two of people came up towards the end, but she like got a whole coaching session. And I don't really even have the bandwidth to coach because I have 37 real estate agents and I, you know, and I don't have the bandwidth to coach really outside of my company, but occasionally, you know, around Black Friday, I might throw some things out there, but she got a real coaching session for me. So because of her, I, I mean, like, look at my notes. I wrote this on an airplane. Here we go. How do, so again, we're going to talk about converting the listing appointment into a listing. If we were in a room and I said, hey, raise your hand, you know, type in the feed, put a hand, give me a wave, give me a thumbs up. How many of you are new or how many of you have ever gone to a listing appointment and the, the, the homeowner is like, so how many have properties have you listed in this area? Or how many properties have you sold in this area? And you're like, oh, how do you deal with that? So a lot of times as agents, we're the new kid on the block. I was the new kid on the block in 2001. I got my first listing the first day. It closed in 30 days. I'm like, seriously, like this is, this is really, I mean, it really worked for me. In, in 90 days, I was the person that um, I had three deals closed. I had three deals closed. And two of them were listing appointments, but I had called on my friends. I'm like, Hey, I got to get my license. So people knew me, but when you start doing direct mail, so I can show you how to, I can literally show you how to get the appointment. I can show you how to get in the door. I can show you what to do and tell you what to do when you get in, but you have to convert. Like this is where data comes in. If you're in my marketplace on August 31st, 2021, because this there's going to be a replay. But if you're in my market, I am a, a contract trainer for my MLS. I am teaching InfoSparks and Business Builder. I can show you how to generate leads. I can show you how to figure out data. So when so when you walk into a listing, and I don't know if any of you, this was me back in 2001, and and the managing broker or the broker at the time would say to me, um, you know, when when you go to an appointment, when you're the buyer. Uh, going with a buyer and someone says, have you ever sold a house before? The first thing we say is, um, no, but I'm going to work really hard for you because you're my only client. Stop saying that. Right. Oh, the bingo idea, right? Some of you missed that, D. Um, uh, yeah, I got, she sent it to me. Side note, we'll have to talk about the bingo idea later. So when um, when you're the new agent or you're trying to dominate the subdivision or you're the person that's newly marketing to a subdivision but someone does eventually call you depending on your age right someone calls you i almost feel like this is like 
This is when you're in a hotel. When someone calls you. Um, when someone calls you, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get in. You get to the appointment and you're the new kid on the block, right? Um, so it doesn't matter if you're the new kid on the block, the new agent or the seasoned agent, and you're working in a new area. You need to convert the listing. So don't stress. You can convert potential sellers when you have the right tools. Are you a part of the no network syndrome, meaning you moved to Illinois from Alabama, or you moved to Michigan from Texas, or you moved from New York to California, and you are now a real estate agent, and you're like, I don't know anyone. First of all, you got to get outside and meet people, but that's okay. So you start mailing to an area. Um, how about the fear of not converting when a potential seller invites you to their home to possibly list their house? Right. You're like, I'm the new kid on the block and I need someone to hire me. So converting clients when it's a listing appointment, when you're the agent or the seasoned agent in an area you just moved to um, where you don't know anyone, it's not impossible. There are many ways to convert a potential seller when you're the new agent or new to a subdivision. I will tell you, if you still live in the area or you are near the area where you grew up, golden, especially if maybe you were the popular kid or maybe you were um, in some type of activity at school or maybe your parents knew everyone, that's a little bit of leverage. But you could have been that shy person. And nowadays, our kids stay home and play video games, right? So they're not going outside. That's still okay. One of the first questions a seller might ask you when you, when first of all, here, there are a couple of questions a seller might ask when you get to the house. Um, do you have a buyer? That's one question. Another one is, have you ever listed any properties in this area? And I told you earlier that either we're, we're trained to say, oh, you know, I haven't listed anything in this area. I haven't sold anything in this area, but because you're going to be my, um, my first listing, I'm going to work really hard for you. Stop that. So um, what are you going to do? Here is your, right. Here's your strategy. Most agents freak out um, and then provide the standard answer, right? I haven't listed any homes in the neighborhood, therefore I'm gonna work hard for you. This is an old strategy. This is an old strategy. Um, sellers are much more savvy today and we have to become more strategic than that traditional strategy. So your beginning, your beginning strategy, here it is. Get your, get your new agent journal out, get your iPad, get your notebook, whatever you have. I don't, you know, I'm in a hotel, get the notepad because you know they got one over here, right? I think it's, they need to replace this one. Get your notepad, get, get whatever you need to get because here we go. Or you get to watch the replay. So um, start with, so your beginning strategy is to understand who is listing and selling the homes in the area. So here's your strategy. You need so the, before you even get to the listing appointment. So remember, I said earlier, um, it's all about data. You have to start learning how to look at data. So you need to go to your MLS and start with looking up every agent that lists in the neighborhood. 
and and this is your this is what you need to know so if I wanted to map out and I got buildings here, whether you like Trump or not, the Trump buildings down the street, I can do a map rubber band around just that building and see which agents are listing those properties in the building. I live in a subdivision. I can map out my own subdivision. I can map out, I grew up in Broadview. I can map out certain city blocks in Broadview and I can figure out who the agents are that are listing in the area. So you need to figure that out. The next thing you need to do because we can, you can create custom reports, right? I'm sure you can. And by the way, my Georgia friends, I just figured out because I was sitting with Ebony, they have Connect MLS. You guys have Connect MLS, you just didn't know. Because you have more than one MLS. Okay, so now that you've done that, you now need to look up every, and then you look up the buy side. So you could have two columns, the listing agent and the agent that sold the house. So the listing agent and the sales agent. You need to look up those two. Then what you're going to look to see is if any of those agents uh, sold in the area, could there have been a dual agency? Um, and I know in some states, you know, dual agency isn't allowed. I'm someone that pushes you not to do dual agency. But remember, you, you need to know, see who lists in the area and, and they closed and then who the sales agent is, the agent that brought in the buyer. Now that you know this and the seller says, hey, Carrie, have you ever um, sold anything in this area. You're going to go out with the data. Now, remember, you can never talk badly about any other real estate agent. So I want to caution you. If someone, you're, you're not talking about your competition, you're just going to say, of the agents that list in this area, and I'm, I'm making this up for pretending, none of them have ever brought in a buyer. Maybe one of them brought in one buyer. And you can go back, you know, depending on your, your market, I can go back to 2007. Now, let's just say one of those agents um, that's selling in the area brought in a buyer. You're going to say of the, you're going to figure out how many agents of the, let's say it's 15 agents um, that sell in the area, none of them brought in a buyer. And again, I'm making up the numbers. Then you're going to look at the sales side and you're going to say of the agents that brought in a buyer. All only, um, let's say there were 20, 15, um, 50, so there are 15 um, deals. And then, you know, you have four agents that are producing in the area. And then you have um, this on the sales side, you had 15 properties that closed and they were all different agents. So when you now talk to the seller and they say, well, Carrie, uh, you, say, you say to Mr. And Mrs. Seller, of the agents that brought in a buyer, none of them listed any properties here. Therefore, when I list your property, after you, you know, let's, depending on how, you know, you're, I like to see the home before we start talking about this, but let's just assume we're already sitting down at the, at the kitchen table. I wanna be able to say to the seller that now let me tell you what I'm gonna do to market your home. Because in my MLS, we have 45,000 real estate agents. In this area, you do need the new kid on the block. Here's why. And then you go over everything you're going to do to market the home. You're going to talk about how you leverage social media. You're going to talk about how you're going to use YouTube. You're going to talk about how you have drone videos. You're going to talk about drone photos. You're going to talk about everything you do to market the home. And that was just the start. Oh, cool. I'm so excited. Um, number, so this, that was number one. Number two, um, when you talk, it was most listing agents are not securing the buyer. 
Number three, depending on your market. And I know Georgia can do this now. And some of you just don't know because you don't come to class. You come, you come see me on Friday and then you're like, oh, I should go, I'm gonna call my MLS. So write this down, number three, contact your MLS to find out if you can do what is called reverse prospecting. Because if you can reverse prospecting, what you're gonna do before you get to the listing appointment, because I'm telling you how to convert, because I promise you agents aren't doing this. You're gonna put the listing into a draft. You're not putting it on the market. And then in my market, we have to cycle through about 24 hours for the automated searches and the emails. Well, when I do a reverse prospect, I am going to tell you how many um, potential buyers are looking at a home like theirs based on the criteria of the house. So you put in what you think the house will be listed at before you get to the listing appointment. You put in the bedrooms, the bathrooms. I don't care if you're calling the listing, it's a draft. So once you do this in the reverse prospect, a part of your conversation is, and oh, by the way, you say to the seller, there are, let's say there's 300 potential buyers already looking for a home like yours. And the great thing, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, is typically when someone um, is, uh, in our multiple listing service, they're already working with a real estate agent and they're likely to already be pre-approved. I mean, it can't get any better than that, right? I mean, I, I could be done. I could literally be done. Okay, so you're gonna do reverse prospect. I, I can come up with many ways to use reverse prospecting. Many, many, many ways. You could actually take the same property, put it into three different drafts at three different price points. So if you had a seller that says, oh, I want to list at 400 and you know they should be at 375, put it in at 425, 400, 375, and maybe even 350 and say, if you list it at the, at the 400, you're going to have this many potential buyers, 100. And if you list it at 375, you're going to have 500 potential buyers. Do you want to expose this to the full marketplace or just some of the marketplace? Like there's so many ways you could use reverse prospect. Um, I already said this, number four, go over what you do to market the home. Number five, you need a YouTube channel to talk about what's available in the area. So what do I mean? Not the listings, because you have to get permission to talk about other agents' listings. But you are now want to showcase that, and I'm downtown Chicago right now by River East. All I can tell you right now is I can walk to a McDonald's, a Target, the movie theater, um, uh, the Hampton Social, some other restaurants. I see swimming pools all over the place. My point is, I'm going to showcase the marketplace. If I'm the new kid on the block and I don't have any listings, you need to be the person that when they Google Willow Creek subdivision or they Google uh, Buckhead in Georgia or they Google Lincoln Park in Chicago or if they Google, I want to be near North Avenue Beach or they Google Bronzeville, um, Chicago or they Google Naperville, Illinois. Allen, Texas, you want to, because YouTube is owned by Google, you want to be searchable on Google. You do. So you're going to create these short five minute videos on YouTube showcasing the area. So where the city I live in, we've got a swimming pool, zero depth to about um, six feet. And then we have two, three water slides, maybe four, because there's a, a section like the big bucket, like the great wolf or the, yeah, the something like, yeah, the great wolf. Yeah. Um, and the bucket goes down. Like you can showcase that. I can talk about the park district. I can talk about the AAU teams. I can, I am showcasing the city. All right. So you need a YouTube channel for that reason. And for those of you that are like, I'm not doing video, get over it, do the video, post it, don't look at it. Seriously. Number six, 
go to every open house. Go to every open house and leave your business card. Go every time you go to a listing appointment or to show a property, leave your business card. Now, the reason why you want to do this is because we know that the, the, list, the seller is working with another agent. But you also don't know if the neighbors are coming over and they're seeing all these people that have come through the property. Same thing with the broker tour, by the way. You need to give the listing agent your business card. You need to people to see that you work in those areas. And I'm not, the strategy is not to take the listing. The strategy is to get up, get dressed, go to work and show that you work in the marketplace. Um, and yeah, you've got to go to every broker tour. Number eight, you must go outside and meet new business owners, right? And don't go in for the hard sell. My husband's going in for the hard sell. So every, all of you, write this down. Whatever city you live in, if you've got kids, married, not married, if you have a neighbor, you need to start visiting um, the local stores. You, when you go into the grocery store, do you say hello to the cashier? Do you know the lowest person at the grocery store? Because those are the gatekeepers, by the way. These are the people that you want to that you want you want them to know your name because even if you don't think they can buy a house, they will refer you. You want to be the mayor, the unofficial mayor of a neighborhood. So you need to go to the restaurants. You need to shop the mom and pop um, boutiques. Even I mean, you need to go in. Like in in the city I live in, we don't have that many um, boutiques. I, so there are many days when I I feel like I should be so involved with the with the city. Like we need an outlet in downtown West Chicago, like an outlet mall. Right. I'm telling you, you got to go see everyone. My husband knows almost every restaurant owner in the city we live in, and that's leverage. You need to. He knows the person at when we go when we would go to the gym. At the park district, they know him by name. They know he's not coming in with his little card to scan. They're just like, hi, Mark. And they, they just know the drill. He talks to everyone, right? Ah, yes. So that means you should be, yeah, Kim, invested in the community. Imagine that, right? We're an advocate for our own neighborhood. Um, yeah, so, oh, and then just like I said, YouTube, number nine, showcase the local businesses on social media. Like showcase them. You don't have to feel like, you don't have to go live like this and say, hi everyone, I'm Carrie and I'm gonna talk to you today with the owner of the Egg Yolk Cafe. No, you could literally ride your bike, get there on your bike and just say, hey everyone, I just, want, I just jumped on my stories today just to tell you today, Mark and I, we rode our bikes to the local um, breakfast restaurant and we're going to go in and talk to the owner. We're going to talk to Angelo just for a minute, but we wanted to let you know that this is where you want to come and let Angelo know we sent you. It doesn't have to be five minutes, but if you do create a video and you go horizontally and you could upload it, you could use InShot to upload it to IGTV. You could have a series called um, you know, the Bronzeville market, you could have one called the Oak Lawn area or the Park Ridge area or, or the Park Forest area um, on IGTV. And then you could upload it to YouTube. Trust me when I say people watch. I have people that are watching me even here today. I like that business highlights. Um, or they watch Mark and I. So I'm downtown Women's Council of Realtors. And I've had people come up to me and they're like, oh, I watch you and um, your husband. But they never comment but they're watching. People do watch, they do learn. Okay, 
Hey, Ebony, Ebony's downstairs. I think she's watching, but she doesn't have her volume up. <laughs> uh, I got my mug. I got my Georgia mug. I got my Georgia mug. Right, in La Ciudad de Chicago. All right, um, so, so we talked about YouTube. Um, so number 10, Simply Network. Um, uh, number 11, create reels on what's available. You create reels right now, reels and TikToks. That's where the next generation is. So could you create, I get 60 seconds on reels now. I get three minutes on TikTok. Could you just do a 60 second something to showcase a business? And now you can just use music and point and say, shop with me at the Target. Maybe not Target, but you get it. Like showcase those mom and pop shops. I mean, you could point or you could just say it. Let's see, how can you get creative on what you offer to the seller? I just gave you everything that's creative. I gave it all to you. You can, um, this is traditional. When you get to the listing, a lot of times as agents, we go in, you know, we're two-step. I can do a two-step, I could do a one-step. But take all of your marketing with you from every listing you've sold in the past. If you haven't had any, just go into Canva, create a brochure, Go find all the fake houses, uh, not the fake houses, but use Pixel, Pexels or Pixabay, create a brochure, create a flyer, create a, um, you know, you if you have an agent in the office and they're willing to allow you to use their listing, you can go to Cloud CMA, create a brochure and a flyer. You can create a buyer packet and then you could showcase that. But if you want to take it to another level, you could create, you could show them the newsletter that you're sending, you're going to be sending to the subdivision. And by the way, and I think for those of you that invested in, um, I need to almost write this down. Um, I'm, I'll, so I'll create a, hi, Maddie. Are you in school, Maddie? Not yet. Um, I'll create a newsletter because some of you just need to showcase the, the, the local businesses in the neighborhood you want to take over. We're going to we call it takeover, the 2022 takeover. So even though you're going to mail every month, every quarter, you could send a newsletter to that same area. So I'm gonna, here, I'm gonna put it here. Newsletter, quarterly newsletter. Although um, I've, I'm somebody that thinks you could also send a newsletter every single month, but I'll add that to the 12 month marketing plan, the key to successful, the key to listing leads. And by the way, it's in my bio and there's a 30% off coupon. Okay, show, okay, I said show them your pre-marketing, which is 13. I, number 15 is send a newsletter. Um, and then here's, here's what I want you to know when you send the newsletter, give them a market update, add your cloud CMA link. What's my homework, tell them where to go. And then tell them how many properties have sold. And by the way, throw your questions in the chat, because if they pass me up, I might not see them. So you're going to say, you have to get their, their disclaimers and, 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 you know, code of ethics, license law, depending on which state you're in could be different. So, um, you have to say, if you say there are three active listings, two under contract, two that have closed, you have to give credit to the listing brokerage because you can't deceitfully market. So what you could say is, as of today, there are three active listings in the neighborhood, two under contract, and two that have sold in the last 30 days. If you would like a list, go to. And this is where that Google form could come into play because someone goes to the form, they'll automatically get the download. And then, then they can see who it's listed by. Right? I'm telling you, convert that listing appointment into an active listing. And then I'll give you the, the I'll, I'll go over, I'll give you the replay in a second. 
Um, number 16, host a community event. Hey, Trina, <clears throat> host a community event. What do I mean by that? So, you know, some of you know, we just had our backyard redone and we've had some of the new neighbors that have moved in. It, we didn't bring that buyer in and it was listed by an REO company. I'm working on that as a boutique. So, <clears throat> so when you, um, you got to do something to get to know the neighbors. And it could be as simple as whether you celebrate Halloween or not, you could order the uh, cupcake truck. You could have the coffee truck, something in front of your house that's different. For me, I give out the real candy bars to go over to the Costco and I'm giving out the big candy bars for Halloween because I need the parents to remember me. You could also, one of our neighbors put, they, they own a um, vending machine company. They put the vending machine out in their driveway and they let the kids just take whatever they want. You got to do something different so the neighbors know you. And all of you know, because it happened this morning and I'm downtown Chicago. I called my husband when I went for a walk and I'm, he's talking to the neighbor. And he's like, Carrie, I can't think of the neighbor's name. You know, I went on Realist. I'm not Realist. Remind to find the um, our neighbor's name. It, and they know who we are because in our newsletter, I started telling them about my husband, Mark, and his, I didn't call it his addiction to cars. I said, it's his hobby. So if you ever have questions about cars, just stop by. Somebody literally stopped by this morning because Mark was outside. They were talking about um, my Porsches. And then he was saying, why don't you just go buy your wife this? And he said, nope. When I went into the Porsche dealership, they were like, do you want to drive the Tacan? And he said, that'll be trouble. Like, they know who we are. And then, cause we test drove um, a Tesla and then they started talking about his Tesla. I mean, this, you gotta do something in the neighborhood to be remembered. And it could be, and some of you it's hot. It's hot here in Illinois right now. I think we're probably even warmer than Georgia. What about the ice cream cart? What, I mean, just the old school ringing bell ice cream cart and let all the neighbors come over. Now you do want to market this. Now, my husband and I have decided we're probably going to order the shredding, the shredder truck, whereas where you can come and bring all of the, your, your papers that you don't want to throw in the recycling bin because you know everybody's going to see your bank statements. They're going to see you got money or don't have money. And you're like, no. So I know some big box brokerages actually do this. And then you can invite your neighbors or your sphere of influence to come shred. Why not just do it in your own neighborhood? What can you do? do differently than everyone else so people can get to know you. And this was the conversation that happened on Clubhouse and why I wrote all of this on an airplane. Because when Heather said she, she gets interviewed and no one's hiring her, I'm like, you gotta talk data. You can't just say, I'm awesome, I'm gonna do work harder. You just cannot. So some of you tell me, think outside of the box. All right, um, but, and the other thing you need to do, and in our city that we have uh, coffee with the mayor, you know, every few months on a Saturday, go, go to your um, elected officials events, go to the town hall meetings. Even if you sit in the back and you know, you got your AirPods on, you're listening to TikTok, I need you to show up. And then when they stop talking, you need to network, you need to go see people. My U.S. rep, Sean Caston just had a, um, an event where they, you know, they had, it was outside, they served us food, and it was just to get to know the constituents and to thank those that voted for him. Wasn't, you know, it wasn't about come vote for me again, but I went, I showed up, and I'm just, I just need all of you to just listen to me. I may, I didn't make, but one of my agents also lives in, in the area. So I emailed, I sent her a text, I emailed someone else that um, is in the area, 
and Nikki came and then Ebony, I pulled Ebony along because she's here in Illinois and there were only three, three minorities, three, three black folks and everyone else was European, white. I mean, it just is, that's what it was. And I watched the room, nobody was talking to us. And I said, okay, I'm gonna fix this. Um, now US Repcasting knows me because I'm a federal political coordinator. And I'm like, I gotta help these people because they're not talking to me. So I sat down um, to, next to someone I didn't know. Before I was done, I know the guy owns a, um, a real estate, um, he's a, a law firm, real estate, really for commercial and landlords. I know exactly what city he's in. We went and looked him up. I went, um, I have my note cards that I brought here to send him a handwritten note card thanking him. Like I went around and met people. He will never forget me because I'm going to mail to him. The key is, is if no one's talking to you, it's you got to open your mouth. Even, I mean, because sometimes people just don't know or they're not used to you. So yeah, you got to go show up to some of these political events. And you might want to go to RPR and drop off the neighborhood report. People have to know who you are. And let's take it a step further because I didn't write this here. This will be your number 16 or 17. Drop off that same information to the superintendent of the school district. Drop off the same information to the um, to the high school principal. Go drop off that same information to the elementary school, the middle school. Go drop it off. And if you can't drop it off because they're not letting you in, they're not letting anyone in, mail it. Put a post-it note inside and just say, thank you. I just want to let you know I'm a real estate agent, but I'm not just a real estate agent. I'm not just a real estate agent. If you want that newsletter, you got to go to my bio and you got to get the 12, the, um, the key to listing leads. It, it'll be in there sometime by Monday, sometime by Monday. Um, and then, yeah, people have to know who you are. So are you the new kid on the block, the new agent or the seasoned agent working in an area? Don't stress. You can convert sellers when you have the right tools. Don't worry about the no net. I don't have a network. Um, you can do this. So here's my review. Here we go. It's going to be quick. Get your notebooks out. So remember, at the, when, when you go to a listing appointment, you need to have already done this, especially when you have never listed or you're trying to take, I'm called the takeover agent because I promise you, I'm, if I come back to work, I'm taking over. When I come to Florida, I'm taking over whatever subdivision I come to because per my husband, some agents don't work hard in some states. I can't say it the way he said it because I know some of you work in Florida. You do not want to know what my husband said. Um, so yes, everything will be in there, Cayenne. All right. So, um, and if you're in six and 12, by the way, go to Marky's Facebook group for six and 12 because there's a coupon code in there for you. Um, all right. So number one, at the beginning of the strategy, you need to go pull a list from your MLS on who's listed in the area and which buyer's agents came in. Why? Because it's probably likely that um, listing agents aren't bringing in the buyer. And then you want to know um, if any of those, uh, you want to know if there were any dual scenarios. And I know it could have been transactional because now the conversation is to the seller I just want to let you know of the agents that list in this area. And if they say, well, which agents? Well, I'm, I, can't, I can't talk about the, what the, uh, I can't talk about other agents, but what I can tell you is of the agents that have listed in this neighborhood, after you look at the data and I'm pretending none of them have brought in a buyer. And of the agents that brought a buyer, 
none of them were repeat buyer's agents. Like I'm just making this area, this up, but you need to go look at the data. Yeah, so he, he my, my husband said they didn't work hard for him. I, I had, I, I sort of said it. You, we'll figure out how to meet um, in a couple of weeks. So number, uh, number two, um, have you listed in the area? You're gonna answer with those, with that, with that statement. Of the agents that list in the area, none of them have bought in a buyer. Don't say it like that. Go look at the data. Number two, um, most listing agents are not securing a buyer. Number three, do a reverse prospect to tell that seller how many potential buyers there are looking for a home like theirs. And you could do it at one, two, three, four, five different price points. But once you do that reverse prospect and in a draft, in my market, you can do it in a draft. My Georgia folks, you do have the same Connect MLS as us. Matter of fact, it's a little more updated because we've had it longer. So you just got the, the, the modern version. It's kind of cool. So you got to do a reverse prospect. Um, number four, go over what you do to market the home. And here we go. You need a YouTube channel to talk about what's available in the area. Um, number six, number, I think I'm on number six, uh, go to every open house and leave a business card. Go to every broker tour, meet the real estate agents. Um, you People need to see you show up and please show up. Show up looking professional. You guys know, I'm, don't show up in those, those, yeah, you know, those pants, yoga pants. Although I know some of you can probably get away with it, but you know what I mean, show up. I'm in a jean outfit, but it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. Um, number eight, you must go outside and meet the business owners. Don't go in for the hard sell. Let people get to know you. Number nine, showcase local businesses on social media. Number 10, you have to go out and network. Number um, 11, create reels on what's available in the area. So if you don't want to do YouTube or you don't want to do a YouTube channel, create reels. Like I get 60 seconds. You can showcase a local mom and pop um, or more. You could talk about what's available in the park district. I can go talk about what's available with our swimming pool. We got a really good swimming pool. And I could go talk about the new outdoor theater. Like, go talk about that stuff. You could talk about what used to be in the neighborhood. We have prairie paths, which were old uh, railroads. The, the, the tracks were ripped out, and we, they're biking paths now or walking. Um, number 12, how can um, you get creative on what you offer? So send a newsletter send a newsletter. Tell us who you are. Tell us your story. Sometimes, you know, you could give a tip like, do you have a hidden talent? I have a hidden talent. I can sew a wedding dress. Things you don't know about Carrie. Um, number 13, show them your pre-marketing uh, and do you have an option for, oh, I didn't say this earlier. And do you have an option for coming soon listing? So we have private status. Number 14, I think. <laughs> Um, when you send that newsletter every single month, make sure you add your call to action. How many homes are for sale under contract and closed every month? Make sure you have permission to share if you add the addresses, but you could also say if you would like a list, go to this link and you'll automatically receive the email if you took the Google Forms class. And I think if you go to smartgirluniversity.com, it is still available for free. Smartgirluniversity.com, not an accredited university. Um, number 15, host a community event. Got to think outside the box. Number 16, show up to the mayor's events. I added number 17 that you need to also um, show up to show up when the schools have things for people in the neighborhood. Uh, go to the open houses, drop off uh, data for your neighborhood to the mayor's office 
and to, you know, your local rep, the state rep, and to um, the school superintendent, you know, people just, you got to drop this stuff off. You want to, you want to be known in the community. You want to be the unofficial mayor. And um, yeah, people must know who you are. So those are my tips for how to overcome being the new kid on the block or the new person that's going to take over a neighborhood, converting the listing appointment into an actual listing. If you've been listening to me on, on here on Instagram Live, I have an IGTV replay on what you do when you literally get to the house. I have a whole um, step. I give you all of the steps on what happens when you get to the property. So go to my bio. I'm sorry, go to my profile, click on the IGTV logo and look at the Coffee with Carrie series because it's there. Maybe I'll repost that in my stories. So for those of you that are listening to the podcast, thanks for listening and join me on YouTube and Instagram. I am Carrie Joe Little everywhere.